You're a real crumb bum. Can you feel that? Can you feel what's about to happen on this field, man? So now it's fourth and 26. You want Philly food? This is Miracle in the Middle East, number two. And the Eagles fan. The Eagles fan. Eagles fans everywhere. This is for you. Welcome back again. This is your favorite podcast, your new favorite podcast. We are the Philly Specialists. I'm Eric. That's Dom. Got some stuff to talk about today. Uh, we haven't seen you guys in a few weeks, but the schedule is out. There's a couple news and notes, things we want to go over with the OTAs. And so we're coming at you again. Dom, here's what I got for you today. Uh, you're going to have to pay up because rent is due and I need to do some spicy takes. Oh. We're coming up on the first of the month, baby. Uh, the biggest thing the last few weeks has been the signing of uh, former Eagle killer Ryan Kerrigan. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, man? What do you think? Right. So, uh, yeah, rent is due upcoming month. Um, I am due for my first uh, mortgage payment uh, on the end of this month, and I'm realizing now that my strategy of uh, the podcast paying for my mortgage, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. I'm going to not, not quite. I can't quit my day job, as they would say. Um, uh, Kerrigan, I'm I'm pretty excited about Kerrigan. I think it's a good pickup. I think it's a, uh, a low-risk, high-reward situation. I think uh, there's some younger guys on the on the defensive line. Uh, especially with the uh, couple of draft picks they they had this year, and Josh Sweat, and you know, so, uh, you know, Derek Barnett, still pretty, still young. I mean, he's on the last year of his rookie deal. Uh, you know, they, you can learn a lot from a guy like Ryan Kerrigan. He's a good player. He still still has some gas left in the tank. Uh, I don't think he was cut because he couldn't perform, but that Washington defensive line is is pretty stellar with like I think like three or four first round picks. So with, with, with Kerrigan, he just, there just wasn't a spot for him. So I don't think it's like a, uh, uh past his prime kind of thing. I think he's going to, he's going to be a, a pretty solid addition for this team. Uh, yeah, I think it's, it's shades of the Chris Long signing. Mm-hmm. If you ask me, um, you know, you get a guy who maybe he's a little older, maybe he's a, a little on the downslope, a little, I don't want to say that in a derogatory way, because I don't think it's fair to say that about Kerrigan or Chris Long at the time that we signed him. But, you know, a little underrated, maybe um, pushed out in Washington because that front four is legitimately ferocious. Um, so, yeah, I think it makes sense. You bring in bring in another vet in that rotation. They're going to rotate a lot. They always do. Um, I think it's, a, it's just a smart – it's a smart signing. Hard to pass up if you're in the market for him to be there and to be there for the money they got him for. Yeah, and and I think there's no uh, there's no doubt about it that they are going to need uh, just about as good as you can possibly imagine in terms of defensive line play with the way that the corner room's looking right now. Uh, I'm sure they're going to sign someone before before the season starts, but still, um, it, the route they're taking appears to be uh, building through the trenches, which could leave those guys out there to out there to hang. You know, uh, if uh, this defensive line is is at any point in the season not as stellar as it can be so I think it's a it's a good it's a good way to fix uh your cornerback problem a little bit or or at least relieve some of the cornerback uh situation we have make it make it a little less yeah Yeah. you just gotta hide it a little bit right um yeah I I think uh I don't know if Gary on Conley has been signed yet but I think that's probably the Eagles play here at this point 
mm-hmm. you know, unless unless they really turn up gold with Zach McPherson, the rookie, that's that's probably their best play. Uh, a couple other things. You watch any of the uh, the videos from OTAs? My boy Devonte looking crisp, looking yeah. clean. Yeah, he did look pretty good. Um, I, I, my my thing, the first thing I noticed out there. I mean, it's it's OTAs. I did not. I knew he was a smaller dude, but those legs, man, those are <laughs> thin legs. I mean, yeah, they're I, skinny. You, you don't win. You don't win it uh, being Mister Universe or being built like a. a a Greek god like myself, but uh, you know you 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 can't help but be a little nervous when you see that. But same time, everybody is is raving about him, and you don't expect to hear anything negative, really. But everybody looked great, so uh, I'm not surprised that that's what we heard from camp thus far. A couple other little quick things: uh, Lane Johnson cleared full go. Brandon Brooks cleared full go. Um, so that that offensive line is coming together, and as I'm as I'm pondering the future of the offensive line, uh, I'm wondering more and more every day what is the future for Andre Dillard. Um, is he a trade candidate at this point? I see him as a trade candidate. He so I I wonder what you can uh, what you can get for Dillard uh, realistically. I would want to do some sort of like a, a player for player. Maybe there's a there's a team that that needs some offensive line help that we can uh, swap Dillard out for for maybe a corner. Maybe, you know that that's just the most wishful thinking there is, but that's what you kind of have to hope for if if you are going to move on from them. Uh, the, the offensive line looks to be one of the strengths of this team, and I think you know as bad as last year was, you had a lot of guys get a lot of reps that they probably would have otherwise not have. And now you have those guys bolstering, you know, uh, your your depth, and you have your big guns coming back. And you got to just hope that that Lane is able to ret- return to his old form. And and same thing with Bill, uh, with uh, Brandon Brooks. Yeah, I mean, I I just see it as as kind of a logjam at this point. You know, you got a lot of young players there. You just drafted Dickerson. Um, obviously, you got Lane back healthy. You got Dillard back healthy, assuming they can stay healthy. Um, you know. Without goes without saying the Jordan Mailata situation between him and Dillard, who's going to win that job? And then you got a guy like Pryor, and who's the other guy they they uh, drafted last year who got hurt? He was looking pretty good. I'm I'm drawing a blank on his name. Herbig. Uh, yeah, Nate Herbig. Yeah, mm-hmm. Nate Herbig. So it's just a lot of young talent there, and the the biggest problem with Dillard on this team is that he's not flexible. He's a very rigid player. He can play left tackle. And if he's healthy, he can play it well. And he cannot play right tackle. And he cannot play guard. And he cannot play center. And, you know, a lot of these guys are asked to move around a ton on the Eagles line. Maybe because we've got some injury concerns. But, you know, I, I'm going to have a hard time pushing Jordan Mailata off of left tackle if I'm the Eagles. Because I think he's earned it. And you're going to have a hard time as the Eagles fitting Dillard into anywhere else on that line. So, with the pedigree, maybe you get... I don't know. Maybe you get like a three. Am I? Am I? Is that wishful thinking? Uh, yeah, I think I think it's hard to get. I, I think his his uh, his stock is 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 pretty tanked right now. I, I think he's he's gotten the reputation of being soft. I think uh, there there there's been multiple comments around his uh, willingness or or I guess how bad he wants to be a football player and and, yeah. and that stuff just. You know, uh, sometimes it's almost like it's it's not worth the 
the trouble that it, that he is uh, that he would bring to your team if he turns his career around. So maybe you package him. Yeah, there's there there's got to be a way that you could you could hopefully get some some improvement of this Eagles team through moving him. But it's just like I, I find it hard to to uh, to be satisfied with anything we're going to get because I think looking back, that's like a that's a a pick that just leaves you ha- scratching your head, shaking your head, especially with the talent that was there around him too. Yeah, it really did at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, last. Last thing I want to touch on before we get into uh, this coming season. Uh, it was reported the other day that Goddard would start a tight end, even if Zach Ertz remained on the team. Um, I get it, but are we thinking he's gone before the season? Yes, I I, I can't see him coming back to the to the uh, the Eagles after like it would be just an an awkward situation in my opinion, given the. Uh, the tearful departure uh, press conference that he had and, and all that, uh, all that stuff that went along with it. And just the, the, the fact that, you know, you're, you're going to save money if you, if you get rid of them in that post uh, post June one cut. So uh, I just, it seems too unlikely and, and you almost hamstrung yourself if you bring him back and he's going to be making what eight, six, eight million. Uh, you're, you're hamstringing yourself to put him out on the field, even if Goddard's your starter, you're going to have to run more 12 personnel, which with the with the receivers the Eagles have right now, I, I don't really want to see too much of that. I, I want to see what Jalen Rager can do. I want to see what Fulgham can do, and I want to see what Smith can do. And more importantly, I want to see what all three of them can do together on the field at the same time. And if you put Zach Ertz in there, you, one of those guys are going to lose snaps. And I just I, I think you got to build this team with youth, and, and and part of that is moving on from older players like uh, Zach Ertz. Yeah, I tend to agree, and, and and I do think if you're concerned about the twelve personnel being uh, like too prevalent in this offense, I don't think you have to be. Nick Sirianni is a wide receiver guru first and foremost. Mm-hmm. He loves wide receivers. He's going to attack that position in the same way that Doug attacked the tight end position, and how he was in love with the tight end position. I think you'll see a big paradigm shift. Uh, with the Eagles offense, you know, with Sirianni and the way he uses his players. So, yep. I did hear, I did hear, and I won't call it a rumor, just a thought bubble that we would see a Zach Ertz for Jordan Hicks trade. And I got to tell you, I love that. Yeah. Uh, that is, that is an interesting one that I would, I would definitely be down for. Uh, it kind of, it kind of picked up a lot of steam in like two days and then, it went silent. I guess. I guess right now teams are focusing on their uh, their mini camps and the things that they're doing right now, and you're not going to hear much in terms of trading. But I bet uh, after this like week or so, you'll you'll hear some uh, you'll hear some murmurings once the uh, the the dust settles on these camps that that the Eagles are doing right now and and other teams across the uh, cre- uh, league are doing. Yeah, it's it's hard to get uh, small news past the firewall that is Julio Jones wanting out of Atlanta right now. How crazy was that story? You think he knew he was on air? I think it would be hard to, hard to imagine. Like he did not know because I think it's, it might be like borderline illegal if, if he didn't know and he could like seek legal action. And then it, it would certainly around. be, it would certainly be wrong. I, I don't know whether or not it's illegal, but it would definitely be uncool. Yeah. But it didn't sound like he knew. No, but like I mean, you know what you know what Shannon Sharp is doing at ten o'clock in the morning. You know what I mean? You know what he's doing. 
That's you know yeah, he's on that uh, show. Yeah, you're right. So if he didn't want the and the fact that the official team account for the Atlanta Falcons tweeted that out, that that tells me that they're trying to raise up that price a little bit and, and saying you know he's he's there if you want him. And there's there's a, there's enough suitors that someone's going to go out there and get this guy. I I uh, I think uh, I was happy to hear he doesn't want to go to the Cowboys. Right now it's looking like I think Arizona and uh, Patriots are the two like top suitors I've seen with uh, the Chargers being an option. I think all three of those uh, sound banging for, for Julio. And, I saw and, the Rams too. I think the Rams would be uh, – the Rams. You know who be, else I saw? More, I don't know. I don't know if this was like necessarily rumored. Just like how horrifying would it be if he ended up on Tennessee? Yeah, I did see that. That would be crazy. Him, AJ Brown, and Derrick Henry just bullying people. That would be the most three of the biggest human beings ever to play on the same team. Like, like you know that DK Metcalf picture. Like, there that would be like I'd love to see the recreation of that picture of of those three men just. Uh, scare like, like I would just send that in a fax to the other team you're playing. Just <laughs> shirtless pictures of of our our three big playmakers. Yeah, that's uh, that's, that's uh, not that's not good. That's not good for the AFC. No. Uh, but good right. news, good news for the Eagles in Week One if they do move on from them, and I think yeah. that's a that's a pretty good segue into. Uh, a predictions episode, you know, I think we should do a couple of these because as time goes along, uh, I know that I am going to go more and more either one way or the other, more realistic, depending on uh, what, what the preseason and the, the camps show. Uh, and and I, I don't know if, uh, if, if good news comes out, if, if, if positivity starts raining free, I, I might end up with uh, five more wins by the time we do this again, a little later this year. Yeah, if I had to bet uh, over-under on your prediction, the over-under would be 12. <laughs> yeah, if I, yeah. Bet, if I had to bet over-under on the record, it would be like 8. <laughs> well, listen, uh, we'll see here. Uh, I think, I think, uh, I hope you take uh, have taken your blood pressure medication because I am going to almost definitely frustrate you going <laughs> and loss for each of these. And with that, week one in Atlanta, Sunday, September 12th at 1 p.m. Uh, in Atlanta. I think I said that already. What do you, what you got? Eagles or Falcons? So I haven't, just just so just so you know, I haven't done this yet. I'm doing this live. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the schedule, and I'm, I'm going week by week right now. Uh, I think Atlanta is a loss. Right. I no. We, I, think, I think we lose to Atlanta. And you know what I say about this game? I, I say one thing. Right here. It's an egg game? That's a that's a that's a this is gonna be in my stomach okay. by four PM on, on September twelfth. So we have an egg game. Okay. We have, we have the first egg game of the year, game one. Jalen Hurts, if he goes for three hundred total yards and the Eagles win, I'm eating an egg raw on the Philly Specialist Instagram okay. story. Sorry, mom. Sorry, Dad. I'm doing it. I was yelled at for hours by Naomi afterwards. She was like, "That was disgusting. I hate it that I had to see that." Uh, <laughs> and you're gonna see it again. So, so right now we got one and zero for me, uh, and zero uh, and one for you. So then, here's the thing with that game. It's 
it's it's a tough game. I don't think the Eagles are, are going to get blown out. I think they're right in that game. I just have to ask myself, um, how do we stop Pitts and, and and Calvin Ridley? You know, and I just I'm I'm looking around. I'm like, how do we stop it? So okay, their their receivers are clearly better than our secondary. So what else? What are the other defining factors? They've got a more seasoned quarterback, and he may be he may be on the slope. You know, he may be on his way out, but he's a seasoned veteran. We don't have to worry about them not knowing what Matt Ryan is, where we all have a little bit of concern about what is Jalen Hurts going into this year. Uh, we also have concerns about what is the coach. It's the coach's first game head coaching in an NFL game. There's just a lot there. I don't think that the the Falcons are so much more talented. I just think they're on more solid ground than us week one. Yeah, I, I think that's a I think that's a safe uh bet and the I would have up until last week gone with you on that, uh until this Julio stuff. I think this is gonna really disrupt things. I think uh Julio, Calvin Ridley and uh first game ever Kyle Pitts uh is a lot scarier than Calvin Ridley and first game ever Kyle Pitts. Uh, yeah, for sure. So, no so that I mean, if there was ever a time to get Kyle Pitts, it would be his first ever game. So that's what I, that's what I'm hoping for, and that's why I have it as a win. Week two, first game, full fans back at the link in over uh, like 365 days at that point, or it would be even more. I think right now they the first like atmospheric like game was 400 and something days ago with. Uh, Seattle, they're, they've let fans in here and there, but it just wasn't the same. Uh, so what do you got first game back in South Philadelphia against the uh, 49ers? I think we beat the shit out of San Fran, to be honest. Yeah, I uh, I agree. I think that's a win, and, and the reason is uh, you got a rookie quarterback in, in uh, Trey Lance, who I think will be starting week week one so I think he'll be starting obviously week two yeah uh, I agree de- defense is scary but I think you know the atmosphere I think it's a big anyone can get it game and in, in Philly for that so that's that's why I have the uh Philadelphia Eagles starting off two and oh and you have them at one and one I think I think San Fran's I just think they're frauds I've thought it since the Super Bowl year they fell off hard the next year you know yeah the defense the front Four to front seven is pretty good. Mm-hmm. They lost a lot of pieces in this past offseason. I agree with you about the rookie quarterback thing. I don't know. I just think the Eagles in the link, energized. I I think they win that game. Yeah, yeah. I I think uh, I'm with you. Uh, week three. So in this scenario for me, you got the two and O Eagles going into Dallas on a Monday night football game. Uh, who knows what Dallas will be? Dallas could be two and O. They could be zero and two. They could be. They're 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 a wild card every year, so we'll we'll see what that looks like. But but a a big game probably circled on the calendar for for all Eagles fans. Uh, Monday Night Football in Dallas. What do you think? Okay, I think we split with Dallas, and I think this is the one we lose. Yeah, because again, it was right back to having having our sea legs a little bit. And that that offense is going to be ferocious. That you know they've got a very very good offensive line that can make things work when he's got weapons around them. I know Ezekiel Elliott isn't what he was, but he's still plenty effective. Still plenty good running back. They've got one of the best passing attacks in the league. 
they're just going to put up points, man. They're just going to put up points, and the Eagles are going to have to find a way to stop them. And I just don't know if they'll be able to keep them at a manageable point total for us to yeah. be in that game. Yeah, I think uh, barring anything being uh, too odd, uh, I don't see them pulling this one out. But I do, I do agree with you that I think they'll split. I just don't see this as the one they'll win. Uh, and then uh, it doesn't get any easier week four. Uh, you have you have probably the best team in the league again after their offseason and getting Mahomes healthy and building up their line again. You have uh, the Kansas City Chiefs coming into Philly. Andy Reid, uh, 1 o'clock game. Uh, do we even need to talk about this or, or do we just – that's a day That's a day where it will be a, a good day to be a Miller Lite because I'm going to need a lot, a lot of them to watch that game, I think. Yeah, I think the only way we have a shot at beating KC is if they're like 3-0 and and they're looking past us. I don't know who they play the next week. Maybe it's like it's – a tra- it's a little early in the season for a trap game. But right. we're, we're just – as it stands, from what we know today, you know, what's today? May 24th. What we know May 24th, we're not a better team than Kansas City Chiefs. We have no business beating them. So it would be it would be quite the upset. So I'm I'm gonna mark that down as an L. Yeah, I think I think not much more to touch on that. I think it's it's one of those games where as good as you think the Eagles ceiling could be next year, as optimistic as I am uh on this Eagles team, I am not uh I'm not a fool and, and that that's the Kansas City Kansas City Chiefs. Uh they're they're the real deal. So uh and it's a CBS broadcast, which that's a problem. Can't 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 expect the Eagles to win uh, on CBS. Uh, they just don't do it. They're they're a, they're a Fox team. Uh, that being said, the next week we, we are on Fox. Oh, okay. And we're playing Carolina in Carolina. One of the games circled for me as a game that I'm interested in going to. I'm going to try to get out to a couple of away games this year, and that game is looking pretty juicy. Uh, I always wanted to check out Raleigh uh, and – uh, get blackout drunk at an away game and, and you know, uh, say terrible things about Luke Keekley to their fans. Um, oh. so, so, so I got this one as, as a win. I think that the Eagles are going to start off and, and shock a lot of people and be like three and two after week five or, and, and be, you know, have people pretty optimistic about the team overall. Uh, and I don't see Carolina as a threat. I don't think they, you know, uh, I don't think Sam Darnold's uh, the the real deal. I don't think he's the answer. So uh, I think I think we beat him, and uh, that's that's all I got to say about that. Um, I'm going to give us a win on this one too. Again, I think it's I think it's this one. I think is pretty close because I think Carolina might be nice. I think their offense might be pretty good. Um, their defense okay. They don't scare me. If they get DJ more involved more than they did last year, I think they're significantly better than they were last year offensively. So we'll have to see how that develops. But I'm not afraid of them as it stands today. I think that's a win. All right. Now now here's where, once again, uh, I think we're we're out of our weight class. You got Tampa Bay coming in here, returning all 22 of their starters from their Super Bowl team on a short week. Uh, what, do you, what do you got going on at home, uh, if, that, if that means anything? Uh, Tom Brady coming into to Philadelphia. Okay. So it's a loss with an asterisk, asterisk, my God, because I think Tampa Bay was like so inconsistent last year and there's a chance that they just put up a stinker. 
Mm-hmm. So it it wouldn't it wouldn't shock me. Like Tampa Bay is a team that beat Kansas City in the Super Bowl. Like that's great. Tampa Bay is also the team that let Washington hang around for fifty minutes of a sixty minute game in the playoffs last year. So you just don't know what Tampa Bay you're going to get. In all likelihood, if I had to bet on it, that's not a win for the Eagles. But I wouldn't be blown away if we pulled it out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, that's that's. The, I, I got the L there, uh, and the and the reason I, I do agree with you that I think I think that Kansas City was the best team in the NFL last year. I think they were the best team in the NFL two years ago. Uh, and I thought I, I honestly you could make an argument for three years ago when they lost to uh, New England and then eventually uh, New England won the Super Bowl. I think that not always the best team wins the Super Bowl. I think that's, you know. Uh, sure, some, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I think Tampa Bay is a really good example of a team getting hot at the perfect time. And you have you have Tom Brady, which is like a cheat code at this point. I, you know, there's no denying it. With that being said, I think right now that puts us at – I got him at 3-3. Three and three, You got him at 2-4. and four. Yeah. Uh, We'll be going to Vegas, uh, which is apparently going to be like the hottest ticket in the world. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, all these tickets are like the five games that are are like pretty popular teams. All their Vegas games are like over six hundred and fifty dollars a ticket. It's insane. Holy moly! Yeah, I wanted to go to this game and I've quickly changed my mind. I will go to I'll go to Carolina and I'll go to Denver for the same price that I would have to pay my ticket for in Vegas. So, with that being said, I'm going to let you go first because I have a, a bit of a surprising take on this one. Okay, I think we win this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, I think I think the Eagles get hot here. I think this is I think the next couple games they look very good because again, like I'm going back to the sea legs thing, but mm-hmm. you know it takes time to get all these young guys going, and I obviously don't think they're going to lose every game in the beginning of the year, but they're going to be a little inconsistent. Um, and I think right around this time, everybody gets their legs under them, the game plan's really installed, people start to get comfortable. And I think the Eagles' talent starts to show through the the, the mechanisms. You know what I mean? Like you, the gears start turning, and now right. you can really showcase guys like Devontae Smith. You can showcase guys like Jalen Rager, who I believe will take a step forward. You know, you're not leaning so much. I think the early year they'll be leaning a lot on Sanders. Hopefully, you know, maybe you can really get that ball out there a little bit more. If Jalen Hurts is what you believe he is, he can really start slinging it. So. I think they get hot here. I think they I think they beat Las Vegas up a little bit. Yeah. Um I struggle with this one because I think Vegas I have Vegas as uh, you know uh, something I want to do for this podcast. Um I'd like to get more gambling talk going. Uh and, and maybe we 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 develop a segment about it, but uh my biggest bet thus far for the NFL season is the over wins for the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, you saw it when the Vegas Golden Knights became a uh, uh, came into fruition, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, their their inaugural season, they uh, they were good. They they had a solid team, but they they out uh, outperformed everybody's expectations. And a lot of that is uh, it's first year of these people after a year of uh, sitting in hotel rooms and, and socially distancing and wearing masks and all that. You're going to have these players, if you're a young team like the Eagles, uh, going into Las Vegas, you, you know, maybe you're 3-3, three and three, maybe you're 2-4, uh, and four, whatever you are, uh, 
I find it hard to imagine that you're not going to, you know, get down there on a Friday and want to party a little bit, see Vegas. And I think you're going to see a lot of people come into Vegas and go throw up some stinkers because I think that's going to be like a, an unseen uh, positive advantage, like the Vegas flu, they called it when, when you were playing in, uh, against the Golden Knights. So I took the over six and a half. I think it's still six and a half. And I think uh, it, it's not hard to imagine that Vegas wins more than those games. Uh, they have a they have an okay schedule, but I think that home field advantage is going to be something else in Vegas. So you're giving this to Vegas, then? Yeah, yeah, I got them at three and four now, and I think you have them at three and four too. So yeah. almost ridiculous that we're at the same level right now. I don't think I I usually expected me to be way more optimistic, but I'm because you think I'm you think I'm an insane pessimist. I'm just <laughs> trying to be realistic. You just gave them a loss based on the fact that you think they're going to want to drink. Well, listen, I, I, I'm not saying that without, you know, there is evidence of that with, with another sports team the first year that they were in Vegas. They, the Vegas Knights, it's a situation that's not like, it's not like something I cooked up in my brain, like the egg game. It, it is a does, real thing. Does, uh, does Jalen Hurts, does, does he strike you as the kind of guy that goes out partying? Oh, listen, listen, listen. Uh, if there was ever a player, that I think could beat this system. And that's why it's like a toss up, but I'm giving it to the loss. Cause I think I, I still think that, that we're not, I don't think we win that game, but uh, you know, you, you read the story, me and Devonta Smith used to skip parties so that we could study tape. So that's, that's just the type of guy he is. Him and Devonta Smith are, are ballers. So, All right, so uh, then I got, I got the Eagles winning 30 to nothing. And Devonta Smith catches three touchdowns. Yeah, that All sounds right. a it sounds a little bit light, but okay, I'm with you. Well, well, Hertz is going to run in one. Right, right, okay. Yeah, okay. listen, listen. If Devontae Smith has three touchdowns at any game during the 2021 season, egg. I'm 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 going to throw three eggs out there. The the week one egg, the Devontae Smith three touchdown game egg, and then I got one more egg game that's that's circled on the schedule because uh I, we'll we'll get to it here in a minute. Um. But, but let's uh, let's move on to week eight here at Detroit. Uh, I think we beat the brakes off them. I think on Halloween, uh, a day after uh, the famous Eric Davis Halloween party. Uh, oh, yeah, baby. I'm going to be wait. hungover. This is going to be a big year. It's going to be a big year. Pre-game in the Eagles game, I might just not stop and wake up the next day and just keep going uh, so I don't feel this hangover. And I think we beat the shit out of the Detroit Lions. Yeah, uh, I got that as a win too. I just don't. I don't believe in the Lions. I don't believe in the Goff revival down there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but they lost, Yeah, they lost a lot of talent this year. Wide receiver. I don't know how they're going to replace all that. I'm not even sure. You know who did who did they bring in? Who did they draft? Uh, wide receiver wise, anybody in the first like three rounds? No, I think receiver? they. I think they picked Sewell. I think that's who they picked. I think that I I gotta I would have to look up their other picks, but um, I know I, I'm almost positive that they picked Sewell first, which is a, it's a great pick for a uh, a rebuilding franchise. I think that was the right move, but uh, yeah, it was Penny Sewell and then uh, Levi on work Zuriki and Ian yeah, Nickel, they, and then they didn't draft a wide receiver until um, round four. five. I'm on Ross St. Brown, who yeah. I actually did like, but. But again, like they just they I don't think they did enough to revitalize their mm-hmm. offense. Um might be the only know, time where the Eagles cornerbacks 
are uh, qualified to handle a, a receiving court. Right. Right. Which is horrifying, but yes, yeah. <laughs> terrible. All right. Well, right here, we're, we're at, we're at the, about the midpoint. We would be at the midpoint if they didn't add this stupid extra game. I hate it. So you dumb. really hate it. Yeah. I'm not extra game? I hate change. So, I mean, right now it, it, it makes things harder for me. My, my, my caveman brain, the, the, and the, the one p- positive side of it is that they could have moved everything out an extra week and then had that Monday of president's day be the Super Bowl Sunday is is a national holiday for the Monday afterwards, and they didn't do it. They fucked that up. I don't get it. Um, so until that happens, that nice. I, I don't like it. Yeah, so, that would have been nice. But let let me let me uh, let me talk about our sponsor. Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. That's P O D G O. It's the easiest way to monetize your podcast. It's providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad spaces, so you always know how much you're going to get paid when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co, P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to say the Philly Specialist sent you. Listen, Eddie, you got a lot of fantastic content for MMA. I want you to start making some bread off it. Let me help you with Podgo. All right, that was wow. Crazy. Those are getting good. I know. I'm. I'm. Those I'm, are getting good. I'm, I'm smooth with it. I'm smooth with it. You know. Wow. Wow. Yeah. They're not going to see. They're not because this is just this is going audio only. But they're not going to see how you were moving and jiving yeah, and moving. I, I, like I'm. I'm. I, hey, listen. I'm conducting that shit. I'm, I'm an athlete, and that's then you know a lot of that comes through when when I'm podding. Um, but but we're we're back to the to the issue at hand. We have uh. Uh, what is that? Uh, nine more games uh, after Chargers, after right? Chargers. the breaks off of Detroit, and and in your mind, they bought they beat Las Vegas. They're probably riding a little high. This is going to be a, an interesting stretch here. I think I think it might be where the Eagles either show oh they're a little bit more ahead of schedule than we all thought, or you know the the reality sets in because I think nothing really thus far up through Week Eight is going to surprise anyone. Uh, win or loss wise, I don't think any of these games that we expect to win are like we have to win this game or or we're embarrassing. I mean, Carolina is the only game I circle. Carolina and Detroit, those are like two games that I expect full like wholeheartedly the Eagles to win. But other than that, every other game it could go both ways or usually will go in the loss column. But here's where it gets to me. There's an opportunity to go on a little bit of a run here, and you're, we're already in the midst of one. In, in your in your scheduling, so so you got the Chargers flying across the country coming to Philadelphia. What do you what do you got? I do not have us beating the Chargers. Okay, no, and that's that's a that's a fair statement given their quarterback. And usually you can look at something and go, all right, well their quarterback's better. So so I I think that's uh, that's where you're you're going with this. I think you think Justin Herbert is going to uh, take a, a pretty big uh, leap forward this year. Yeah, I think he's I I think he's hyper talented. I think he's already in the I mean, he's certainly not a lead or anything like that, but I think he's certainly hovering around the top 10 conversation. Um and I just think they're a team with a solid foundation. I think they're going to be pretty good this year. Um I just I don't think that's a a mountain that the Eagles will be ready to climb next year. Yeah, um typically I'd agree with you, but I think flying across the country uh, and coming into the Philadelphia, I think 
especially if they if they can find a way to to maybe win a couple games that they shouldn't have won. Uh, looking looking at the schedule up to this point, I think we both have them at four uh, four and f- I have them at four and four. You might have them at four and four too at this point. Is that is that correct? Uh, I have them at four. Yeah, it's four and four for both of us because because I have well, four four and five after the Chargers game. I have them. all right, so I'll have them at five and four after the Chargers game. So so I I see this one as a win. I think they can. I think I think they can play with this team. I think uh, you know, and and I'm overly optimistic already. So I'm going to put this in the win column. And then I think this is where like they get hot. I think they go into Denver and given the current situation, as long as they don't get Rodgers, I think we can beat Denver. I'm not scared of Drew Locke, so I think we could beat Denver. Yeah, I agree. I think we I think we trash Denver. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then New Orleans Saints coming in. Uh, I see this as two ways. If it's Taysom Hill, uh, I think the Eagles win. If it's Jameis Winston, it's closer. I think Jameis Winston's probably the answer at quarterback for them this year, but I don't know if they're, they think that. Um, so I'm going to go with, I'm going to say they, I'm going to say they lose this game, uh, because the New Orleans Saints are, are going to be, uh, still good. No, yeah, I'm going to go with the loss. I'm going to, I'm going to say they're, they're going to lose this game, even though it's in Philly. I want them, I want them to win this game. I, I, I'm willing it, but I I just, I can't, I, I can't, it would just be ignorant of me to say that they can beat the Saints again. Yeah, uh, I have to agree. Again, it's a team with a solid foundation. They're a competitive team. I actually, I also actually believe in the Jameis Winston revival this year. I, I, I think he's going to be good again. I think he's going to be pretty good. Um, you know, it, he listen. He's he's a he'll throw fifty fifty balls and stuff. That's why he was able to throw like an obscene amount of touchdowns and an obscene amount of interceptions a couple years ago in Tampa. Um, and he'll take shots, and with a team like that, that wins, that just wins because they're talented all over the place, I just think he'll he'll come down with a positive result more than he will with a negative result, throwing the ball to Michael Thomas or dishing the ball to Alvin Kamara. They're going to make mm-hmm. him look good. And yeah. I can't – I mean, if, if they let Taysom Hill win that quarterback competition – I just can't see it happening. So I I think Winston's going to be good. I think that team's going to be pretty good this year. I don't think they're a Super Bowl team this year, but I think they're, you know, they still have a lot of pieces. They still have a lot of talent. They're just, they're, they're going to be better than the Eagles this year. So I agree. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, so, so then the, this is, this is the third and final EG egg game. Week 12, New York Giants in New York. I don't know who told the New York Giants that they are like that. First off, that Daniel Jones is good. Shut up. Secondly, that you you can talk up to us like you 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 haven't beaten us what four times in the last twenty years. Who who do you think you are? I think this is a game. Classic Philadelphia Eagles just show the Giants that they are the little brother to us, and and I think we beat the brakes off them. Yeah, fuck the Giants. Uh, we're going to beat the shit out of them. And I'm going to just skip down to when we play them later in the year and mark that as a win for me too. We're going <laughs> to beat the Giants this year. They fucking suck. They're a bunch of dorks. Uh, New York's a trash city. Yeah. It's just an, it's just an overgrown fucking sewer and, uh, fuck them. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know what? Hey, listen, 
not often do you get an opportunity with you just saying we're going to beat New York twice, but actually we're going to beat New York three fucking times because we're going to beat the shit out of the Jets. Zach Wilson, what? You stupid headband out of my face. You're right. Stupid headband out of my face. I wouldn't be shocked to see Fletcher Cox actually rip his heart out of his chest and just eat it. Yeah. Right yeah. there on the 50-yard line. Are we home at that game, by the way? Or no, are these are both in – well, yes. The, it's going to sound like a home game, but it's technically at MetLife. Okay. Because I think I was – I was, I remember something about the Jets not winning here in like 70 years or something ridiculous like yeah, that. Yeah, they may have never won in Philadelphia. Good. They Good. don't deserve they never will. Uh Week 14, I got that as a W. Uh, it's a bye. Uh, we're not going to play. Uh, so we won't lose. Uh, so uh, you know this is the this is the make or break part of the season. Uh, coming out of the bye, the Eagles are going to play four games in the division. Right now, I think I have it at seven wins right now, and I think I think you do too right now because uh, the the game I have us winning is Chargers, and you have us losing it. Oh, you might have you might have six here. You might have six because I think you have us losing the Falcons game. I have three, four, five, six. I have seven. Okay, so we both have, have seven. I have seven San wins. Fran, Carolina, Vegas, Detroit, uh, Denver, Giants, Jets. That's seven. Okay, so I have Giants, Jets, Denver, L.A., Detroit, Atlanta, and San Fran. So I have seven. Yeah, so I don't have Atlanta, and you don't have uh, – Vegas. Okay, that's, so that's, that's where we cancel out. Okay, okay. So then uh, you got Washington in Philly, week 15. Time uh, to I think be we, determined. Uh, I think we win that because it's in Philly. Yeah, I think you split. I, I think the Eagles overall, I think we sweep the Giants. I think we split with Washington. And I think we uh, sweep uh, and we split with Dallas. So uh, that being said, uh, I, I have that as a win. Uh, I think I think Washington. That is actually the team I'm currently most afraid of. Uh, Dallas. I don't think their defense is there, and I think their offensive line is a little aging. New York. You know my opinion on Daniel Jones and their and he's trash. Uh, Washington. That defense is good, and who knows with Fitzpatrick? I mean, anything can happen, and he's got. I'd argue that this is some of the most talented offensive players he's been around in in recent memory with uh Terry McLaurin, Antonio Gibson, um you know, I think they drafted uh, another a wide receiver or or they have some some talented secondary wide receivers, but with that defense and Ron Rivera coaching up a defense, it, it's it's not hard to imagine that that team be is pretty good, but I still think in the division uh with uh, both of us having them at seven wins right now, they're they're a whole lot better than anybody expected, and I think they're going to come out of a bye as as an advantage and win that game. Yeah, I agree with you. I think they win that one. Uh, I think it's just home field advantage that wins it for them. Um, mm-hmm. I everything you just said about you know their defense is good, their front is very very good. They've got a lot of weapons. That's all going to come to play two weeks from now when they play Washington in Washington, and I don't think that we will win that mm-hmm. game, but. Yeah. You know, it, here in Philly, Eagles are a little hot. We we're going to split with them, so that's probably where the split takes place. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, just yeah. And then 
uh, the Giants come in and uh, they're, they're going to get shit, shit stomped. Yeah. They're uh, going to so, get mollywopped. They're, so, they're losers. So, 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 uh, oddly enough, going into the last game of the year, I don't know what the other teams are going to be at this point, but uh, week 18, because uh, I think we just established that we have New York as a win and Washington as a loss. We have uh, the Eagles at, at nine wins each right here with Dallas in Philly uh, in, in in the last game of the year. So as 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 much as I, I kid that you're a pessimist and as much as I'm viewed as an, like an overly optimistic human being, we both are going to end up with the Eagles at 10 wins. <laughs> we just we don't know how to be journalists. Clearly, we uh, we don't know how to be objective. We, we just go we wake up. Uh, and in May, the Eagles are a ten to twelve win team every year. It just, it's just it, what we do. They're a ten win team. I don't think. All right, but the, the, I think the difference is how we look at it. Like, I don't think the Eagles are a ten win team for a team with a middling schedule. We have the easiest schedule in football. I think if we if we were playing the schedule that I I don't know the Chargers were playing, right? Let's just mm-hmm. say. I think that we'd be like a seven-win team. There's yeah. a lot of teams where, we're, you know, for the first time in what feels like forever, we're not going to see Seattle again, who always, like, beats us up. We're not going to have to see Baltimore. We're not going to have to – there's there's a lot of good teams we're not going to see. So, yeah, I think I, we squeeze – you know, we squeeze out nine or ten wins. It's not crazy. But I will tell you, like I said, I haven't I haven't done this until now, um, and I'm surprised that I made it to ten. Yeah, it's 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 – it's crazy, and it's also pretty funny, in my opinion. Uh, and I, I'd like to look at this again through like a different view. Uh, you could just as easily there's 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 games here that I I I, I guess we could give some back. Like I like I'm oh, looking. Yeah, you know yeah there's I mean? definitely a couple on the fence. I mean, I, I'm taking a hard stance on San Fran, mm-hmm. but like that could that could go the other way. Carolina is one that I that I really was thinking about. Going mm-hmm. the other way, um, Vegas is one that could go the other way. Not Denver. Yeah, I already got us losing to the Chargers. You know, and you know, I hate to, I hate to say this. It's entirely possible we lose to Dallas twice. Yeah, and I mean, same thing with Washington. The only, yeah. the only, and and we could split with that shit franchise, New York Giants. But um, it's crazy that that I feel this. So it's like I I hate the Cowboys. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. Uh, and I, I, that's like far right on the hate meter. Uh, yeah. the giants have, have spiked up. And for the longest time, I really didn't hate them that much because their years of success were against Tom Brady and in years where the Eagles really weren't even in contention. So it wasn't like they were taking from us now, you know, this, this attitude they've, they've copped with us, uh, as if they deserved to be in the playoffs last year, uh, it's, it's insane to me, and now I hate them. So I wish nothing but yeah. bad on that franchise. But I, I mean, realistically, uh, the division games are always could go either way. You could go. Yeah. I don't think they'll go zero and six. I, I think you know it's probably most likely they're going to go like three and three, four and two that that area. But nothing's guaranteed with this with this stuff because it's a division game. Anything could happen. Um, yeah, I, I think Dow- Dallas scares me a little bit with that offense, but no, and, and I agree with you. Like the, the Giants thing is so weird to me. Like you've been getting dad dicked for a decade and a half, 
Like, why are you even piping up all of a sudden? Yeah, yeah. They need to. They need to uh, check their uh, check their privilege. As if, it were. If, if you need a fucking four win team to win week seventeen to make it in the playoffs, you don't fucking deserve to be there. Exactly. Shut yeah. up. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah, and and, the, and you know what? In in the end of the day, they should be thanking us because uh, us jumping them allowed them to get a first round pick that they probably shouldn't have had anyway with uh, with that Justin Fields trade. So I, I, I'm I'm over them. So uh, I think that's I think that's where we are now. I'd love to uh, look at this maybe again a little bit later. Uh, I think we should totally do an episode quickly where we we kind of go through the rest of the divisions. I we got a lot of time. Between now, it's going to get into the doldrums here. So maybe we do a, uh, maybe we find some asshole uh, to get on here with us and 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 go through. Uh, if he's like a, a a Dallas Cowboys fan, and then and then we uh, insult him for two hours. But we're, you know, we're looking for we're looking for some other content to to throw out there uh, over the next couple of quiet months. Uh, so if, if there's anything that people want to see, want to hear, want us to talk about, we're, we're happy to do so. Uh, got a couple of thoughts in, in, in the hopper here for, for some exciting episodes, but all right. Well, that's, that's everything for me. Uh, check us out on Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube. As soon as we figure that out, um, uh, Pornhub. It's only been three months. <laughs> Pornhub, uh, aim at us on aim. Um, yes. uh, if you have Skype, uh, Skype us. All right. That's everything. All right, I'm 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 wrapping it up. Go birds. Go birds.